When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, SFF Yeah listeners. This is Jen, and I am here with a special bonus episode. Our recommended podcast is full of some of our favorite authors talking about their favorite books, including sci-fi author Robin Sloan. And we wanted to share his amazing interview from season one with you, not least because it includes his recommendation for one of my favorite authors. If you haven't listened to Recommended already, this is a great example of what you'll hear. Season one has 12 episodes and you can listen to them all right now. You can get more details and subscribe at bookriot.com slash recommended or on the podcatcher of your choice and then get ready for season two, which is launching on May 16th. So without further ado, please enjoy Robin Sloan. My name is Robin Sloan and Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler is my recommended. So I'm actually on a mission to have Parable of the Sower universally recognized, recategorized as the great American novel. I know other novels have kind of contended for that title. I always heard that Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn was the great American novel. You know, everybody reads it in school and talks about it and writes essays about it. That's fine. Those books all had their chance. I am convinced that Parable of the Sower is the real great American novel for the 21st century. Um, I will not be satisfied until people are reading it in school and writing about it, because I think it has everything to say about America, um, its past, its future, and yeah, it's fantastic. I first ran across Parable of the Sower because my partner had been reading it over the course of a few nights, and um, she was visibly distressed by the experience. I mean, she was a little freaked out um, by whatever was happening in the story. I remember she was jumpy. There would be noises outside our apartment and she'd kind of go like, what is that? And I didn't really understand why at the time, even though the book was obviously so distressing and she, and she said so, she also said she really loved it and was getting a lot out of it. And she insisted that I should read it as well. And I did. Parable of the Sower takes place in a future America. And at the beginning, it's not quite clear how deep a dystopia it is, but then pretty quickly things kind of are engulfed in flame, literally, and uh, and then it becomes a road trip book. Uh, it's about um, a kind of exodus. It's about characters that are fleeing, you know, a succession of bad and um, and it's about all the things they see along the way. I think that the great American novel for the 21st century has to be science fiction to some degree, and uh, I think that's because America is a science fictional country. I think it has been for a long time. And so you have to be able to talk about the future. You have to have a, um, a rigorous vision of the future. If you're just sort of dwelling in the past and, you know, turning the same stone over in your, in your hands, you know, again and again and again, I think you can do interesting work that way, but um, it's not the Green American novel. And so Parable of the Sower, because it does talk not only about this more immediate dystopian America, but about a further future and the hope for this further future and, you know, what waits for human beings maybe out in the stars, 
that's what makes it really special to me. People often talk about this book as a really dark dystopia, and it is. I mean, really, really bad things happen to people in this book. It's just really realistic about the ways that humans can hurt each other. But at the same time, it's one of the most deeply optimistic books I know of. I mean, it has this vision embedded in its core, the vision of the main character. Um, it's a vision that she's actually articulating in this fictional world, building a following around this new philosophy that she calls Earthseed. And it is hopeful and bright and so deeply appealing. I mean, <laughs> I joke with one of my friends that, you know, we think that maybe Earthseed is our religion in a very real way. And um, to have the book demonstrate both those things, go so deep and so real on both the darkness and the light, the pessimism and the optimism is just singular, I think, in fiction. My favorite scene in the book, and I actually can't remember if this happens in Parable of the Sower or in the follow-up book, which kind of continues the story. It's called Parable of the Talents. They've set up camp, and, and for a minute, things are peaceful. You know, they've found refuge, and they're setting up a little community in this really bleak world. And um, they're grinding up acorns. You know, they're making, like, acorn pancakes and things like that. And this is up on the California coast. And now whenever I'm driving around up there um, and you see all these, you know, oak trees um, and you see these cliffs, you know, facing the ocean, which is where where Octavia Butler describes her uh, her characters hanging out. I always think of those uh, those people just comfortable for a minute, you know, in that dark future, grinding up acorns. Parable of the Sower does have this science fictional sense for the far future in common with other books that I count among my great favorites. You know, often when I talk about my favorite writers or my favorite series, I talk about Ian Banks, the great um, British science fiction writer who wrote this loose connected series of books called the culture novels that take place in this world like tens of thousands of years hence. And I just always imagine writers capable of those feats of future imagination as kind of like athletes. It's like, you know, their muscles aren't these huge bulging biceps or big, you know, gonzo quads. They're in their brains, but they're still really powerful and really impressive because they're able to do this thing of of imagining this far future. Um, and it does, it takes not only intellect and rigor, but it, but it does take a kind of hopefulness and, and faith, I guess, you know, that, that a future that long is even possible for humans. And, uh, and that's what, that's what Octavia Butler does in Parable of the Sower. She does it through the voice of her main character and the things that she says about what's possible in, uh, in the far future for humanity. But I would say that I love books that that do that in any way and do it convincingly. I feel like I kind of need it. I need to hear those stories. Even if it's some like gnarly dark future, it's like, hey, bad, bad news. Um, the universe is ruled by robot overlords. Good news, humans still kicking, you know, still part of the story. And, uh, and of course, and there's, I mean, I think there's, you could talk to plenty of people, you know, smart, sort of uh, pragmatic people who would say, mm, I have considered the evidence, and no, I don't think there's any, no, no need for a science fiction story set 10,000 years in the future, because that's not going to be a, that's not going to be an issue, which is, I, which, which I don't believe. Like, I am, I am, I'm firmly, you know, in the, in the camp of banks, and I'm in the, I'm in the earth seed pews. I think we've got a future ahead of us. I have to say that when I recommend this book to people, I do give them the hard sell, uh, I tell them that it is assuredly the great American novel, and soon this will be universally recognized, and they can now have the pleasure of getting in on the ground floor. <laughs>
like it's silly. It's really silly because, of course, like they're shooting. Yeah, the, the right argument is like Great American Novel. What is the, what do you even mean by that? That's not a thing. Be quiet. But as long as it's a thing, as long as it is sort of this trope in our literary culture, I am going to I'm going to bend it this way. I'm going to say I've got one for you. Thanks again to Robin Sloan for joining us and recommending The Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. His latest novel, Sourdough, published by FSG, is now available wherever books are sold. You can hear more from Sloan at Robin Sloan on Twitter.